This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 18. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 18. I'm Rebecca, and here with me are Crackshot Scott. What? <laughs> Hello. And, and Big... <laughs> and Tough Spell Will. Zip, zip. Zip, zip. <laughs> Spell was the closest I could cry. I, I, I'm busking here, everybody. Just... Bear with me. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princes of Power. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 1, Episode 9, The Missing Axe. Original air date was September 18th, 1985. A tall tale about an axe-stealing thief leads Bo to Greenthatch, a town that has fallen under Horde rule. That's just one thing that happens. So... Do you have any questions you'd like to ask me <laughs> while we're here before we get started? Um, I'd like to ask you about items that you may have lost that you can remember either recently lost or it lost for a long time and it was noteworthy to you. Did hmm. you ever have anything like that? Like it's gone forever and then you found it either when you were a kid or recently and either it disappeared mysteriously or it was something dumb? I don't remember having lost anything. I only remember things that were lost for me, which was, like, very sad. Like, someone lost it, and I know what happened to it, so it wasn't a mystery. <laughs> Do so tell. We, we, Call them out. We were on a field trip, and I was, like, third grade. We were on a field trip to a Native American festival, like, like well, it was educational in downtown, you know, whatever, in the World's Fair Park. In the World's Fair Park, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Knoxville, Knoxville. But anyway. <laughs> as um, they say there. <laughs> as they say, Simpsons did it. Is, um, is, is there really wigs in the... There, there are wigs everywhere. There are wigs everywhere in the wig sphere. And um, so, you know, they, they, of course, had, like, had, like, uh, demonstrations and crafts and all this stuff. And I bought this little necklace with my spending money, which was not plentiful. You know, spending money was hard to come by on a field trip. I'm surprised I even got to go on the field trip. Poor. Anyway, <laughs> and it was this little purple and white beaded necklace, and it was really pretty it was like handmade and it was like a little lady with a little skirt and her skirt was made of purple and white beads and I thought it was really cool and so I like wore it all the time and then my I was at my friend Amanda's house and her little brother was like let me see it and then of oh course boy. he was a turd and he like chucked it onto the the roof of their house tragic I know and he thought he was gonna like throw it over just to mess with me but he threw it on there and it got stuck uh, he thought he could throw it over the over the roof whole house yeah of a house yeah was it a one-story house it was oh, okay still. all right but I'm saying still. It, I'm saying if it was a two-story house he's got some high hopes yeah as a kid <laughs> he did uh, and you know and he wasn't even doing it he wasn't intending for it to be like gone forever but it was gone forever and it eventually like came down like after a torrential rain like a year later and she looked so sad and I just threw it away <laughs> just, wait, wait they gave it back to you yeah my friend she was like look what came down and it was like funny 
at that point, but like, like no. Digging a shallow grave. It's done. I know. <laughs> oh it's got God. pine needles in it. It and was like, sad. She was like faded, like sun bleached and everything. And it, it, yeah, uh, spiders have hatched eggs in it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like that. It was pretty sad. <laughs> I did not lose the necklace, but someone lost Thanks it for me. What's his name? Andy. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Gosh, Andy. <laughs> He's just as bad as Chad and Thad. Oh, um, uh, um, Thad and Kyle. Thad and Kyle. The bummer children in this episode, which yeah. I did enjoy. Or did you have a story of a lost object you wanted to talk about? Yeah, since you brought it up. Yeah. We assume you just wanted to talk about I, yourself. I, I, can I not be curious of <laughs> others? I, I just, no. I, 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 thought, I thought you were just leaning in so you could talk about yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't take that anybody as any sort of special insight into what I'm like. I, the best I can think of is when I was super young, I had a great Optimus Prime toy, and when you fold him out, he had these little blaster turrets, and I lost one of the blaster turrets, and I remember telling my mom about it, like, hey, obviously we need to go get another one of these things, and I lost the <laughs> Clearly. turret. Clearly. And she's like, no. <laughs> no. And, and uh, that was the first time I realized, oh, we have to keep up with things. <laughs> so That's a good lesson. Who knows? Oh, that was the same house that I ate the spider in. So... <laughs> So good um, memories. Good yeah, memories all kinds of lessons. Yeah. All kinds of lessons. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Scott, what, things you have lost? No, I never lost anything. Symbolically? Symbolically? <laughs> no. My hopes and dreams. <laughs> uh, I wish you guys would prompt me before this. Yeah, so. I got <laughs> it on you. Yeah, it's yeah all right. you just went for it. Um... I mean, yeah, I mean, I used to, I used to lose toys all the time because my sister would, would mess with me and hide them or something, and then I would find them, like, months later, and mm-hmm. then I wouldn't care that much anymore because it was already, I already grieved its loss. <laughs> <laughs> Farewell, Stretch Armstrong. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was mostly, like, little stuff like that. You know, like you said, you would have, like, blasters or swords or something that your He-Man characters would have or, like, you know... I'm trying to think of some good good ones. I used to get these like big styrofoam airplanes, mm-hmm. and those were amazing. But uh, yeah, those would disappear because I feel like my I broke a plate once in my mom <laughs> at, at, downstairs. Like I like threw it in the house, Uh-oh. and it broke a plate. And my mom wasn't too pleased about that. So blame the pilot. Those disappeared. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the little pilot in there, he did it. <laughs> he did he it. He only had ten flight hours. <laughs> and th- those disappeared on purpose, not not because okay. I, I lost them. Thanks. Well, her commemorative NASCAR plate couldn't be put back together again. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Uh, she had some good commemorative plates. I think she might. She might Nancy actually. Reagan plate. I might have some commemorative plates that she bought for me. I see. At her house. Did you want to commit? What I, kind of things did Lil Scott need to commemorate with planes? Oh, what were they? <laughs> I'm sure it was like a baseball player or something. Okay, like, or a sense. boy fishing. That was, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, one thing little boys love is other... Other boys other fishing. Boys little boys fishing. Stuff. Now, I know there's like a picture of you as a kid with like an old-timey fishing hat She's and pole. talking to me right now. Will, William. That is a thing that exists of you. So, yeah. yes, did I you, know. Did you, did you own a straw hat that you fished He didn't. With? Like the portrait studio did. So, yeah. apparently, this is just oh. a thing that like moms <laughs> in the 80s just really wanted their little boys with like a fishing pole and a fishing hat. It looked hat. just like, a, like an Andy Griffith type of yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I do admire your baseball card slash Little League <laughs> picture. Yeah, I was very proud of myself in that picture. Hey, I should I should post that. Oh, you should. It's pretty funny. I only give should. those to my very good friends. People have done me very good favors. I'll have to break that break that out again. 
And the only other thing I can think of that I've actually lost that has to do with my childhood is um, there was a great photo of me and Santa Claus in 1987. And I like I used to have it because it was in like a little protective cover or whatever. And that was the only one that exists. Like I never digitized it because I lost it in like 2001. So um, it, it's sad because the picture was fantastic because... I am wearing, like, jeans and a really, like, faded sweatshirt, and I'm sitting on his lap with my legs stretched out, and I'm looking really sullen and really upset. It's like, oh, like Santa Claus. (laughs) And, like, a fact about me, I have, like, like my facial structure. Like, I have under-eye circles all the time. Like, I was, like, born with them, and I don't care anymore, and I make up. So, like, um, they're very prominent in the photo. That is now lost... (laughs) To the ages, and it's pretty sad because I would do anything to have that photo back. You were probably thinking wistfully about your bead skirt thing on top of the house. <laughs> I probably was. <laughs> so sad. So sad. I, I was not into Santa Claus, apparently. Still, still not into Santa Claus. Santa bringing all the toys to the rich kids. Yeah, so uh, we, we open on some hordesmen being bullies, just bullying this little creature that is apparently called Scruffer or a Scruffer. I wasn't sure on the genus and species or whatever. And uh, this little creature was designed to make little girl brains go wild. <laughs> I thought about that. Because it was a combination dog unicorn and like little girl because it had pigtails yeah. and it was pink and it had like sparkly eyes and it like bounced and went boing boing it was yeah it was cr- it was ridiculous well it almost had like a little shaggy haircut and i was going to tell you that dog had a crystal <laughs> 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 it had the standard issue child's haircut maybe Cristala ran afoul of a, of a sorcerer and she got turned into a little dog <laughs> I don't know. She seemed to be happier now, though, so maybe not. Don't give them any ideas. Do no. not give them an idea to make that episode. Everyone, make that episode. <laughs> so, how many seconds was it into the episode that Adora turned into She-Ra? It was very quick. <laughs> yeah, because no one wants to see Adora. It's all She-Ra. Yeah, I did like Adora's nails, though. Like, you know, I, I have to keep it keep a watch on the nails of Eternia and Etheria. And Adora, she's got the classic, like, red manicure. She's got a red nail, a red lip. It's a good look. It's a good look, Adora. And then she's like, I'm She-Ra, who cares? Yeah, and, and then, then she starts her, starts her dance again because she likes to dance with the... With the oh, bad yeah, guys. that's oh, one of her yeah. favorite quips. Yeah. yeah, that is a gr- that is a great thing. So she's she's fighting a um a horde trooper who has a giant robot with them called something like a Captron because it captures things. Yeah, a very simple robot with it understands exactly one order, which is capture object, mm-hmm. and um, doesn't seem to be working so well. Maybe <laughs> this is the prototype. I'm I'm guessing. But, uh, uh, and the horde trooper tells Shira that. It wants to catch that little scruffer dog because it's going to be in Hordak's zoo. Oh, right. Yeah, there was a reason for their bullying. Because there was bullying and then apparently they were going to capture it too. But they had to just be real rude to the animals before do they go think, to the do zoo. Do, do, do you think the animals are treated okay in Hordak's zoo? I mean, you know, there has to be... I mean, Good enough to survive. Can, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, but he wants them to be good looking. He doesn't want them to be like all sad Sad animals that are poorly fed and stuff. You know, he he wants it to be a he wants to be a good zoo. 
I bet Hordak would agree with you, and then, like, these particular hordesmen are, are sadistic, and they have a mean streak. They need to be disciplined. Well, I mean, no, like, after after they get him to the zoo, do you, do you think there's, like, he, like, taxes people and be like, it's a zoo tax. Enjoy the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would probably, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that Hordak Zoo could be such a terrible place, but I'm, I'm kind of fond of Hordak, so I don't know. If, if you want that Paul Simon concert, you have to get me good animals in this zoo. <laughs> is that a thing that all zoos now do is have I think, concerts? I think Paul Simon's legally obligated to appear at anybody's zoo. <laughs> at like a concert at the zoo. Yeah. 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 No, just, just at the zoo. He just shows up. <laughs> he's just... He's just get out of the aquarium, Paul Simon. <laughs> do you think Hornet wants that animal? Like this animal, like they saw it, it was like Hordak is gonna love this. <laughs> He's got the taste of a ten-year-old girl. Well, it's not. It's not that. It's the rare, rareness of it, maybe or something. Yeah, maybe so. Because okay. it's a baby, and it, it can grow up there and stuff. Or I mean, it's a it's a unicorn, right? Now, Are we, unicorns that prominent there? He, I, I, I bet it's lousy with unicorns. I bet it is. But you know, we know that Hordak has a history of taking things that were born pure and then raising them to be evil. So maybe he just likes that. Oh, what a, what a, <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because it was in this episode it occurred to me, was he the one who named Adora Adora? What a lovely name for him to have chosen for this child. He truly loves her. Yeah. Okay. I think that their relationship can be salvaged. I do. I mean, he could have called her Kaplert or something just like gross. Oh, you got like Scorpia, Catra. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. she could have been scum face. I mean, <laughs> she could, you know, like, it's like we're going to take one arm and put a cannon on it, and she's got this springy mm. leg, and maybe she licks people. I don't know. Uh, I think maybe, she, maybe, maybe it was like his grandmother's name or something. He's she like, was that was a adorable, good name. Wasn't she? The baby twins, Adam and Adora? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of funny, even if he kept the name. That is true, because he should have renamed her, like, mm-hmm. something more appropriate for the area. Mm-hmm. Hordora. That sounds like hors d'oeuvre, though. That's dark, not going to work. Dark Tooth or something. Dark and she, Tooth. She, she, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be A dark name for tooth. you to grow into. Uh, good times. She's <clears> get this, she gets the one Dark Tooth. <laughs> It's like, can it be a molar? I don't like it. <laughs> and then so like when she wraps up this little uh, scuffle with the uh, hordesmen and she sends Captron back, you know, like with sparks of flying and dizzy to Hordak. And she's like, tell Hordak I said hello. I'm like, I don't think Captron could talk, but okay. Like, <laughs> That's a good thing to tell him. <laughs> it was a good thing to tell him. But I'm doesn't like, mm, doesn't okay. his head blow up after that, though? Something happened. He was not in good shape. No, he wasn't. Some good, she had some good insults. I remember at one point he was saying something about, we need it for Hordak Zoo. And she said something like, you should be in the zoo. And I was like, ooh, she said, you should be in the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Everything that they do with He-Man trying to be sassy, like they really stepped it up when it came time for She-Ra to be sassy, which I, I do appreciate. And then, of course, at the end of this little uh, touching scene, you know, uh, she heals Scruffer's leg because she's got that power. And Scruffer's like gives her another and a coup and it's like so happy and it's amazing okay in real life children animals are not grateful to be helped necessarily okay so just remember if, if that if you ever tried to pull a cat off a curtain if they're stuck <laughs> you know the animals do not like to be helped <laughs> that is a that is a thing just your arms a flesh ribbon it's just disgusting yeah no they, they don't they don't know when they're being helped all the time kids so don't don't go helping animals and expect gratitude in return okay especially wild animals but i mean it was a dog unicorn so 
I mean, those two animals are all right, I would think. Yeah, it was probably just happy. Uh, one time I rescued a squirrel because it had its head stuck in a yogurt carton and it was like stuck in the middle of the street and it sounds funny but it was very upsetting. How did you rescue a squirrel? Like, it was amazing. You... It was like something like that didn't really happen. It, it did was happen. Ridiculous. And I only have my as dog as my witness because only the dog was there. And then also oh no 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 there was also a there was a lady like witness. With a stick? How did you get the yogurt cup off okay, its head? Okay well so the weird thing was he was he was like, I would, get, I, would, I would get nowhere near a squirrel. Okay well I would So many diseases. But he needed help, Scott. I understand that. That's wonderful help. of you. And but... it was only me there who was going to help him. And I'll tell you what happened. I was like near him and I tried to like touch it gingerly because he was like so frightened that he was like paralyzed, like standing stock still in the middle of the street. And I was like, oh no. And it didn't come off. And I'm like, oh no. And then there was this lady who was like getting in her car and she's like late for work. And I'm like, do you know what we should do? That squirrel is stuck and should we call animal control? Because like I'll step up to a challenge but I'll probably do so while shrieking because I just, I run hot all the time. Like, you know, like, okay, so I was ready to, like, do it, but you I was also see her very... To pick things up. Well, she'll pick it up and she'll go, ah, 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 she's doing That's it. how I happen. Anyway, and so, like, I asked this lady, I petitioned her, I was like, I was like, is there, like, like, do you have a tool? And she's like, I really gotta go to work. And in a bizarre world twist, her name was Rebecca, and I know this because she was wearing a name tag for her job, and it said Rebecca, and it was spelled the way my name is spelled, and I'm like, <gasps> she's the version of me who doesn't help, and I was like, you evil woman, and then I was like, this has got to be me, and i got to do it, so I like was like, I'm just going to have so to try fraught. again. It was, and then this time I pulled while turning the cup, and it came off. I mean, the squirrel was not grateful. It went, ee! it like ran away as fast as it could, but he was okay. Okay. So it was good. And like nothing came of it. I found a peanut on the back porch later that day, but that was just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a coincidence. That just happens around here. One of the neighbors feeds the squirrels. The next day. And, then, and then they bury them in my yard because everywhere <laughs> I dig in my yard, I find peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a neighbor who does that too, who feeds the squirrels peanuts? Uh, probably some. One Evidently. there has to be because I, I swear every time I dig, I dig, I've dug a, a, a ton of different bushes and everything else, just nuts everywhere, all over my yard. Because there's there's like you know there's uh, uh, lines behind like phone lines and electric lines and everything, and every day I see at least one squirrel going across there, and chubby squirrels skinny squirrels you know all of, all the different squirrels we've got very well fed squirrels in this neighborhood because because of the neighbor who gives them unlimited peanut buffet every morning he goes out there so anyway what a, i don't even i okay but animals are not grateful the squirrel was maybe grateful in its own way but it certainly did not try to give me a nuzzle nor did i seek one out kids don't don't do that like wild animals don't they she won't can talk. she's she, she talked to him yeah right she she's did telepathy them Kids, you're not Adora. Don't do it. You're also not she. You cannot telepathy them. Telepathy them. <laughs> you cannot telepathy. Is there a verb with that? You cannot. You cannot. No. I don't think there's a verb of it. No. You can't telep with them. You can't TP them. TP them, man. <laughs> yeah. Father, while you rest, can Thad and I go chop some kindling for you? All right, so now uh, we uh, are ready to meet our bummer children of this episode. Thad and Kyle. Mm-hmm. What do we think about Thad and Kyle? They are some nasty little liars. <laughs> I don't like them. They always got people killed. You know what? 
I can handle pretty much anything. I cannot handle rudeness, and I cannot no, handle no. liars. No, no, no. It, it was. It, I, I, I don't blame that at all. I, it's a stupid sprites. They, they, they stole the axe. You know. If they just left the axe alone, the kids would have came back. The whole episode would have been fine. Not the whole episode would have ended. It'd be perfectly fine. That's true. It was their fault, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, Thad and Kyle, they were the worst, I mean, they, too. They, they, but... Thad and Kyle should have taken the axe down to the, the lake or river. Yeah, right, where why they didn't were? they just take it with them? Was it really so heavy? Well, you know, just the it, when they, they told their dad that they were going to take his axe with them, the image of them grabbing his axe, I, my brain just processed it. Not good. Not good. You see a child holding an axe, you think, no. Not supposed to be happening. Well, then also, it was very suspicious that they just begged him to go chop kindling. They're like, Dad, can we go chop kindling, please? Like, they were subtly trying to get children to want to do chores. Or nice try. Axes. Or play with axes. Or look like him. Jesus, he was ripped. <laughs> he, Their he, dad, he, yeah. Chad, was it Thad? Thad and Kyle. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Thad and Kyle. What, what is he him? wearing? He, that's that's a, another question. He is as big as He-Man and Triclops. And so he apparently chops a lot of wood. And he's wearing a child gymnast outfit. Yeah, he can't with make... With holes in the side. So he clearly chops for, a lot of wood air, air, that he keeps him cool. sells. He sells the wood, but he can't be making that good of a living, right? Because he can't afford pants. <laughs> right. Like, so... Well, he's, he's sweating a lot, so he doesn't he doesn't need pants. What was his name Mock. again? Mock. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do enjoy in she where we get to see the villagers because I'm okay with any episode of the show as long as the villagers are being bummers and then, like, everyone in the rebellion's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, like, our last episode that I did not enjoy um, where they were at the, the fair with Queen Angela mm-hmm. and they had the jousting and the whatnot, that was the rebellion acting like bummers. Like, no, you can let the villagers be bummers. That's, that's the entertaining thing. Yeah, so we, we get Mock and Thad and, and Kyle, his bummer children, and uh, Bo's hanging around. Bo's always trying to impress children. He really he is. Goes. Bo, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> Either okay. he needs validation from his adult friends, or he just needs some some uh, children. He needs to adopt some children, I think. Yeah, probably so. <clears throat> um, I like Bo's horse, too. Yeah. It doesn't have a name. Well, they haven't said Arrow. Him. Arrow. Oh. Aww. Rebecca really loves it now. Mm-hmm. I'm not a horse person, but I, his horse has a good color scheme. I just want to remind you again, Rebecca does, does have a does horse have a change nice color purse. scheme. Yeah. It matches, everything matches with them. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. He's got like a little mohawk, a little horse mohawk. That's mm-hmm. good. If I had a horse, that's how I would dress it. It's not called dressing it, I know. I don't want a horse. Can, <laughs> can we spend some time discussing in detail um, Thad and Kyle's crime? Okay. So, so I, I, I thought they wanted to go down into the river With and the like axe. swim. I thought they wanted to go swim, and then they go, they pan over to them, and they're just laying on the side of the river. Like, why didn't you just lay by the axe? Like, I don't know. Why did they need to go to the river? To I don't nap? know. Like, they I thought they, play, they said they wanted to play a little bit, and they did. They showed a little shot of the game they were playing. And it's the most insipid little activity I've ever seen. Like, one of them darts at the other one and says, you missed me. They're just play. We would call that horse play. They were just doing horse play. Okay. <laughs> All right. They were just cavorting in their tunics. Yeah. With their Peter Pan collar and their, and while they you know, leave, terrible. And we were, as we were talking about earlier, while, while they were 
playing the twiggets come by and think they need to take the axe to find out who it belongs to yes and uh, when i was watching this episode i tried to test myself to see if i could remember their names and the names that i came up with was it it was sprocket and spriggy (laughs) that's not right their names were sprag and sprocker and someday i will remember this but it is not this day i'm not sure i'm not sure usually your brain is real bad which which one had the hairy shoulders (laughs) yeah that, that, that is always bothersome I think a sprocker. Like, why would you even draw that on there? It's just like lines <laughs> on his shoulders. You're like, <laughs> just let it go. Just, just. I got it. Well, tell him it, it was stolen. Stolen? Yeah. We can say we were working in the woods and a, and a thief came up and stole the axe. Stolen? When the kids yeah. come back Funny and the axe man. is missing, they I immediately mean, start planning their lie because Mock is going to be mad. Yeah, those kids were really into that lie. I just I it was so, so premeditated. It really was. I, I I agree with that, but I I just I can't imagine like so you it, it'd be like so, so giving your ten year old your livelihood, okay? <laughs> so it's like okay, I I work on computers and everything else, and I need my computer to work. And a kid, your kid asks you, "Can I go play with your computer?" No, no, you can't. <laughs> Do not touch my computer. That's bad I parenting. need that. I need that to make money, and that's how I'm gonna live. So I don't know. It just seems it seems weird. So like everybody should have learned a lesson from that. That's yeah. Right. Like they, they get him a toy axe or some, get him a smaller axe. It's not yours. I don't know. Yeah, my first axe, my little axe. I'm just always my little axe. There you go. <laughs> my little axe. I'm always just like viscerally grossed out whenever I see people lying. I just could not believe they were lying when I was that the age when I was a kid. I can ha- handle anything, but I we did not lie in my house. In fact, we were. We confessed everything. We would go home and we just start confessing things. I, I, I would confess things I didn't even do. We just don't lie. Again, Will has OCD. <laughs> Diagnosed. It is a thing. I'm just going to say that. So, so, so we, just, <laughs> we just temper this with that knowledge. Are you Now, I was going to ask, didn't, did you guys ever make up a story? Like, do you have memories of making up a story or telling a lie to cover yourself when you were a kid or just for any reason? Oh, I'm I'm sure I did. I I mean I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that someone got kidnapped by a the mafia or something because right. of it. But that and Kyle's lie was that the axe was stolen by a man in a purple cloak. By the way, but yes, continue. You no, know, I mean, yeah, I was just, just yeah. You I, probably I'm, did. Oh yeah, oh, of course I did. So so that I didn't get in trouble, and my sister did, or you know whatever. Now, Will, didn't you ever accidentally well, they, tell a story? They or? weren't things to get out of trouble. They were just stories and so, so you would tell guess, lies no there was me telling a a fa- a story if you like believed it i was, it was fantasizing if you believe it it was your own fault <laughs> right <laughs> now, one of my stories was that my preschool teachers were ch- chaining us up and hitting us with shovels <laughs> <laughs> you just said that you were viscerally upset by lies and then you would go i love how you, right. you distinguish between lies and stories you know that's exactly what my mom does <laughs> When she says stuff like... Your mom is like 68. I was like four. <laughs> yes. And I wasn't doing it to get out of trouble. That was just for no reason. <laughs> that was just bonus. That's just for your entertainment. Do with it what you will. That is ridiculous. And then I think my parents like had called You were seriously like, four and you, you were coming up with that? Yeah, Scott's impressed. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm impressed, but also as, as a parent of a, a six and a three, almost four year old, my kid came home and said that I would be like, 
on top of that. Well, they did call. I, I, I remember. I think my mom was telling me about this. They just called just to be like, what is he talking about? You know, mm-hmm. and they were like, he just, he's just making stuff up and he draws extra stuff on the coloring sheets. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're talking about you, you ain't, you ain't stomaching no lies and you sitting there talking about crazy stories you told. I can only remember telling like a lie slash tall tale one time and it's so weird because I remember it because I never did it and while I was doing it I didn't know why I was telling the lie (laughs) it was very weird so my friend uh like a neighbor girl whose mom was Cheryl who sunbathed topless in the yard as I discussed before we all remember (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh Cheryl mowing the lawn right now (laughs) (laughs) so uh I remember one time we were playing outside and like we saw like underneath her porch like a an old beer bottle maybe like a cigarette butt Mm -hmm. and she was like how do you think those got there because like she didn't have any memory of some tacky adult in her life getting a beer bottle and putting it on the porch they probably did i mean i don't know but like you know like that these things are illicit and weird like Uh when you're a kid you're like this is the drug dealer era. yeah exactly like every sitcom was making us think that there were drug dealers around every corner Mm -hmm. and then i don't know why i did it but i just started telling a story about how I like like cause it turned it started as a theory like maybe there were some guys in like motorcycle jackets <laughs> and they were here and they were smoking a cigarette and they threw that beer bottle down and it started as a theory and then it just turned into a story and then I just kind of had to go with it at that point and she was so upset and serious about it that she went and, and summoned Cheryl who put on a, a tube top and then came to talk to me about it. And like, she took me seriously as most adults did. And I remember even at the time being like, I don't know why I'm telling her this. this You're is like, in it now. I know. And, and like, and, and I knew it was a lie and she, and she took me very, you know, like she took it seriously and nothing ever came of it or whatever. But you know, she never made me think like, like you kid, you are a dirty rotten liar, but I was, <laughs> I was, but like why? But I'm sure dad and Kyle, they weren't having the same experience as that. Well, they probably had those bikers come back after it was over <laughs> like, we think you owe us an apology. We got a lot right? of litter clean up on this highway. Uh, like, I still, I can't tell you what compelled me to just, I, I think was, it's, yeah, I just thought it was a theory. Like, maybe. And then it just became a lie. And that's the only lie I remember telling as a kid. It was very weird. I don't know why. Really? That's the only lie? I mean, yeah. Like, I never lied to protect myself or anything. Like, no. No, I get your sister or anything? No. We, we got along. We All played. Right. Man. We played. No, I know. a good life. I mean, it, you know, when you have same gender siblings, usually yeah, it's a okay. little smoother. Yeah. And I know that that's not your experience because y'all both had sisters to torment. Well, that didn't stop Chad and Kyle. <laughs> right. They got to they get their story together. They come back and that's they say, true. man, a tall man in a purple cloak. And we think he went to uh, the town of uh, Green Thatch. And then Bo and Mock are like, that's Horde-occupied territory. They're probably trying to sell that axe at the market. Let's go. And, and Thad and Kyle are like, oh, no. Yeah. And uh, Mock is like, you know, it's okay. You just get a new axe. And he's like, it's the principal. And we're like, well, it is Bo. We're trying to show off Bo. We're trying to show off. He's always just trying to, like, get She-Ra to come come after him oh, that's probably what it was it is what it is he's he's sweet on her as we have discussed or we we discovered in the last episode um oh here was a, a question i had as we were doing this as we're going off to the green thatch now i know they were all just standing around 
Okay, and he was there in the vicinity. But does Bo really know what this axe looks like? I mean, it was like a standard. It could be anybody's axe. It's like an axe co axe. Like it could be any axe. How is he? It's not like well, this is the enchanted axe my father got that sings a tune when you hum at it. Like no, it's just an axe. How is he gonna know? I'm more concerned about the poor man with a purple cloak who's about to get an <laughs> arrow through his throat. Yeah, God help him if he had an axe. He's like, this is just my axe. What are you talking about? He'll come back. He'll bring the axe and the man's head and the other thing. Here you mm-hmm. go, Kyle and Thad. Here's here's your head. Yeah, they can't be telling the truth after that because that's not no. Because yeah. he murdered somebody <laughs> to the grave. To the grave. <laughs> yeah. So distinguished axes we have known. Huh? I mean, no. So that, that's just a disaster of a plan, Bo. He just wanted to get out. I think he was just tired of talking to Thad and Kyle. He's like, oh, these kids. Let's go to the market. Let's go to the market. So we're in Green Thatch, and Mantena's working hard for his promotion because yeah. he's there looking for some Mantena's there, some some stuff to get into, and he finds it because he sees Bo recognizing recognizes him from the rebellion. I guess they have like rebellion trading cards at Hordak's place. I don't know. I don't know how, how they. <laughs> he know was wearing a site. cloak too and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, Bo would be in the, like the the heart suite of cards for sure. He definitely is the hearts. Yeah. What would Adora? Oh, Adora. It'd be the. She'd be the queen, I guess. Queen of what? The queen of spades, which is the best card. Okay. Do you have a favorite card in the standard deck of cards? Because I just said mine. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what's the one? Is this is the Suicide King? Is that the diamond? Cool. The, what, the, the one where he has a sword through his head. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, do you have a favorite? I, I like. The, I think the Jokers were always real fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, Joker's not in a standard deck. Yeah, I don't get out know. of here. <laughs> you have to pick. A, you have to pick a non-Joker. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Two of what? It's clubs. Yeah. Clubs. Okay. Clubs is the worst suit. What'd you do? That's terrible. <laughs> I'm just objecting not to be able to pick the Joker. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I, I, it'll slide this time. So, best face card, Queen of Spades. We all know this. Worst face card, Jack of Clubs. Fight me on it. I don't care what you say. Anybody out there is like, oh, you know what I love is the Jack of Clubs. I'd be like, you are wrong. That's the worst card. So yeah, we. So just, that's all. Just why? Just why? Why I would you like Jack like of Clubs? I don't know. I just no, don't I just, I'm just him. saying, why would anybody else not? Oh, well, oh man, I would really right? love a He-Man uh, card deck. That'd be so cool. It would be so Let's cool. Let's design one. Let's do that. Prince Adam is the Jack of Clubs. Oh, okay. That's great. We should do that. <laughs> hmm. So Mantana starts. Yeah, uh, we, we have to do beams. King Randor though. King Randor is the king do, of. Can we use somebody else? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only king we've got. <laughs> I don't want to use him at all. I mean, we could just substitute. Yeah. There's other kings <clears throat> around there. I, I, Hordex a king, right? Sure. Skeletor's sure. a sure. king. Sure. There you go. Yeah. King in their own right. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I like this idea. Okay. A bad deck and a good deck. <laughs> be like Beastman and Evil Win. Uh, they would be a, good. I, I I'd be into it. So Mantena starts shooting <laughs> laser beams at Bo, and Bo has like an expandable Mantena. bow. He could pull yeah! out. That was really cool. That was cool. That was a, a nifty little design mm-hmm. that he could kind of like flip it out like an umbrella, and then like flip it back in, stick it in his pocket. When they start showing more of the um. I get the set of the uh, market. You see that um, Mantena arrived with some hordesmen in this um, horde hover tank. And that hover tank was really well designed. It was really cool. Yeah. I don't know what... Uh, their vehicles are amazing. Yeah. It had like a giant um, tread in the middle of it, like a giant motorcycle tire or something. And then it had these big like um, 
hover chambers on the side. It was super cool. And and obviously, since it's a horde thing, it had like the Hordak head on the front. That's not part of the plot. This is just stuff being Scott like. <laughs> That's all right. I just, I just have to say also, the, the, the backgrounds are very well detailed if mm-hmm. you watch them. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really cool stuff. I don't know. Yeah, you really do get a sense of like a little town. Like you can see the settlement and the people and kind of like even just right down to the fact that uh, Bo stopped Mantena by picking up a mirror from a shop display that mm-hmm. was sitting right there and like, you know, deflected his beam back at him. Just, I mean, you know, this little details like that. He used his environment um and yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty nice. You know what? That's that's interesting. I wonder if they had to talk about things they wanted to change from He-Man because now I'm thinking about other instances where they made a point to use the environment in Shira. Remember in the last episode, um, people were falling from the balcony. You know, it wasn't just like a painted on yeah. stage scenery. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, I do appreciate that. So Mantena actually does catch Bo. He sh- shoots him with a distortion beam from the wall. Pretty good showing for Mantena. I know. Mantena's working it. He's, he's you know, like, hashtag rise and grind, hashtag hustle, hashtag, <laughs> you know, all day. He's doing it. Rise and grind. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and then Bo's just being a smart aleck because he knows that he's not really in any mm-hmm. trouble, apparently, even though he's going on a slave transporter. But I guess he does this all the time, so it's probably just, you know, all the days. Bo said he'd meet me here this morning, but the sun is already casting afternoon shadows. We should look for them. No telling what he might have gotten himself into. And then um, Adora is alerted to his absence by the fact that he did not meet her for their date at Lavender Pond. I don't know. It was not a date. It was some kind of reason they were supposed to have a meeting, but he he didn't make it. And so that's how uh, she knew that something had gone awry. Within two seconds, she's turning into She-Ra again. So list of reasons to turn into She-Ra now. One, Walking, <laughs> two, looking at stuff. <laughs> looking at stuff, three, because I feel like it. Yeah, she said pretty Someone's much. Someone's five minutes late. She's like, I'm turning to She-Ra. I got to find him. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I want to. Yeah. So she goes to visit uh, Mock and the boys. And <laughs> did you feel like in that scene, Mock is conspicuously standing behind the boys as if he's embarrassed of what he's wearing when <laughs> Shira shows up. What a funny thing to imagine. <laughs> it ain't bothered you before, Mock. You're just going around with your legs hanging open. This is horrible. Horrifying. I just don't want to see it from the back. I don't know what it, if it's a thong from the back. It's just no. There's a lot of flesh there. Yeah. There's a lot of flesh. It's hard to cut wood. He's got some tan <laughs> lines you do not want to imagine. Okay. She-Ra calls out those kids for being nasty little liars. She knew it right away. Yes, and Mock, Mock is just like, he didn't figure it out till she did. But she was just like, oh, nope. What you doing, kids? And they're like, we're, 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 we're dumb. They don't know what they said. <laughs> and um, That's what they said, yeah. <laughs> basically. Exactly what they sounded like, too. <laughs> for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about this time that Cal comes in on Bo's horse and tells them all of the, the nonsense that's happened. And um, that's when the kids go, oh, no, <laughs> because they found out that their lie had had maybe cost a man his life. I mean, let's be honest here. And immediately I was thinking, I think we should arrange a trade. You can have, uh, <laughs> you can have these two little turds. Uh, uh, we'll get Bo back. Like that and Kyle, <laughs> they're not worth one-tenth of Bo. Look at Mock. They're going to grow up to be strong. <laughs> strong backs. I think you're tough but fair. That's what I would have done. Uh, so they speculate that um, the horde hover tank is probably going to the dark mountains. 
There it is, down swift wind. And uh, that's when uh, she was able to catch up with the transporter and she just basically peels the top of it off and then she uh, imprisons the hordesman and then she's like, I hope Hordak can send you a can opener, which is like her version of He-Man's toothpick joke, but yeah. it, but this one worked. <laughs> like a common kitchen item joke. He-Man's always calling people names. He's like, take this, flame breath. Yeah, it's always something face. Yeah, she's always flame got a face. she's got a quip. He's always he's always insults. Yeah. I did like the can opener bit. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> Scott was impressed. Oh, was I good, was. It was yeah. a good bit. Was there was no lid bit. though, so they they can't you can't really open it. They did a quick shot of the prisoners inside the transport. I don't know if you got a, uh, a look at them, but there were some really cool characters in there. They were they yeah. were they were all very different, and then also they seemed real <laughs> rowdy. So I'm like, is this a prison bust or like a party bust? Well, we'll get to that later. But apparently, you can get a lot done would, inside that transport. <laughs> yeah, I would like to discuss that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well, I think but, we're at that point, right? Like, Bo pops out of the transporter, right? Yeah. Well, and, no, no. Uh, it's a, man, she fights Mantana first, right? I, oh, yeah. She yeah, gets yeah. him confused. Yeah, yeah, and ties up his eyeballs again. Yeah. That happens yeah. in the last... That happened in the last episode, too? Yeah. She yeah. does some tumbling. Yeah, she did, like, pinball tumbling. She did. Yeah. Like Sonic the Hedgehog bouncing. She that's was right. real good at gymnastics. And then he falls over. That's it. And I'm real excited now to talk about this. So Bo oh comes out of the God. transport and tells okay. us something insane. <laughs> I Okay, now Scott, what is your memory of what happened when Bo comes out of the transport and everything's okay again? What happens next? Am I, was this a fever dream that we both shared? Because I thought it was crazy too. I don't remember anything he weird. He comes out and he says he wrote a song and he'd like <laughs> no, her to hear oh, it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, <laughs> yes. What yeah. are you talking about? Because he, he was taking his mind off of getting getting sl- enslaved. I guess. Why is he like, he's got to have his Johnny Bravo moment. Are we going to hear a Bow song later? Or is it oh, something, Lord, something insane so. that they just had to put in there? And then he says something about doing magic? Yeah, yeah, magic. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. okay. That, that, that's <laughs> what I wanted to tell you. And there's, there's another scene later uh-huh. where he pulls a bird out of if thin air or whatever. And you're like, what is happening? That was crazy. And this, that this was is, that was sleight of hand magic though, right? I can get with him doing that, but that wasn't conjuring like other magic, or was it? I was already reeling. I was just reeling from the bow. Like I need a guitar because I'm gonna play a song for you, Shira. Betwi- no. Between um, the crazy stuff he's saying and that robot that never came back uh, from the beginning of the episode, I feel like there had to have cut stuff from this episode. Like, there had to have been other plans for this episode. Like, there was something with a song that he lulled them to sleep or something. I don't know. There had to be something. That was just, I was just like, what? What? And it was wonderful, but it was very, very weird. But can I just say for all mankind... If you think that you're going to sing and play a song for your special lady, I just ask you to think real hard about whether it's good and whether you're talented before you do so. That's all. Mm -hmm. A serenade sounds like a nice idea, but then when you're sitting there and it's happening to you, maybe not. Maybe not. I'm reminded of that wonderful, wonderful scene in Freaks and Geeks. If you've not yeah. ever watched the series, you have to. But the the series where uh, Nick Andopoulos, played by Jason Segel, uh, decides to serenade Lindsay, uh, played by Linda Cardellini, and he, he sings Lady. 
um, to her and she has to sit there and endure it. And like the look on her face while he's doing it is just a work of art. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, I'm just telling all of, I'm just telling you this. No, Bo, don't do it. Put the guitar down, put it down. And then he later writes a song for her, uh, in, in Freaks and Geeks. Good show. Good show. Bo, keep that guitar, keep it in the case. Go busk with it. I'm already saying that twice this episode. It's fine. Please don't let us hear this song. <laughs> I will die of secondhand embarrassment. The end. She wrote, we're probably like, right. mm, I think Glimmer would like that song. <laughs> Glimmer would love that song. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Scott. It's all right. I, just, I wanted to switch it a little bit. Um, uh, does, does, so, so they release all the other prisoners. Um, do, do you think that the prisoners were bad? <laughs> like like they could be like Some murderers and they rapists looked, they and stuff. They looked rowdy. They looked a bit rowdy. Yeah, like I she, and she, she's just like was... releasing them and just letting them go again. It's like On that prayer. guy. That guy. He's not a good guy. Like you should just <laughs> lock them back in there. Or they 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 were they're like part of the rebellion. I don't know. One of the guys looked kind of Darth Vader. He had like a respirator thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was one guy with like an old. Oh, have, oh have, have you seen the new Mad Max? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for that guy, the like the main guy. Oh with yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has to drink. He has to have like the oxygen and stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah there were some characters. It's pretty amazing on that slave transport. Yeah, it was, it was it was great. It was weird. So when they get Bo, they go back to Mock's house. Mock's got lots of visitors. It's going to be real boring after all this. And the Twiggets show up with that stupid axe they've been carrying around, and everybody. Bo laughs. does some magic. Oh, yeah, that's what Bo does the magic. Bo does magic. Also, don't do magic. Like, everybody pay attention to me still. <laughs> and then uh, Madame Raz even laughs. She's standing there. She's laughing like a... She acted like a normal, respectable adult. Yes. It was It was crazy. Clearly, they just it. didn't want to pay for the voice actor that, <laughs> that episode, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. But she did fine. She did fine. And then, uh, Did she uh, even do anything in this episode? No. She no. just stood there. Okay. She was just there to remind you of the toy. Because, well, well, the, early on in the episode, they were asking her about the dark forest, right? Or what, where did they go? They went to the dark... The dark mountains, yeah. Dark mountains, yeah, because yeah. she knew about the dark mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, she was just there because they were She was just there her. kind of in the background, just like, like how we would prefer her to be. I want a um, He-Man Classics toy of uh, Kyle and Thad with the axe. <laughs> <laughs> Those little turds. It's a big seller. <laughs> yes, very pleasant. I made some new friends and I had time to write a new song. I'll play it for you later if you'd like. I'd love it. Uh, and then so uh, everything wraps up nicely. We're all super happy and just in time for Lookie to tell us about telling lies and how you should always tell the truth. Did you guys see that little dude again? No! I didn't either. We, I don't look for Lookie. Even when he tells, shows us where he's been hiding, I still can't see him. Just don't worry Until about it. Until he pops out, right? Yeah. Well, this time, Loki was stealing from the Ag- Agrabah, you know, like, he's, like, going in the tent. <laughs> he's like, a poo, is yeah, what you're saying? basically. So, like, Loki is also a thief, as well as being a creeper and obnoxious. But, I'm sure uh, he does magic for, for girls, too. Probably. It just makes everyone uncomfortable. But, um, <laughs> oh, he should be in Hordak Zoo. Yeah. There you go. Why don't they capture Lucky? He's hard to find. Okay, read my fan fiction. <laughs> Hordak captures Lucky. <laughs> That's some we, good fan fiction. Yeah, what do we turn him into? Like, you like his like if it's like Gremlins, where you know you transform the Mogwai. What kind of thing would he do? It had to be something with like chameleon powers, like a predator. 
Yeah. Like he's like in, invisibility. You're saying if stuff. you get him wet after midnight? Yeah. Or you feed him sure. after While midnight? While he's at Hordak Zoo, yes. Okay. <laughs> and he has talents. Yeah, I would imagine turning into some like uh like the what was the what was the one movie where they come out of the toilet and stuff like Ghoulies. that? Ghoulies. Ghoulies, there you go. <laughs> yeah. That was a great uh, movie cover. I would love That's to Ghoulies see Ghoulies too, I believe. Okay. Looky as a ghoulie. Oh yeah. <laughs> all, all my eight, all my 80s monsters kind of like blend together. Oh, yeah. Like like he turns into a mad ball or <laughs> like uh uh yeah, what are those? What are and he looks ones? cute, but he will bite your little fingers off. Yeah. There you Except go. for Ghoulies. My only memory of Ghoulies is the video cassette box at the video store. Yeah, I, I think can it's still probably true it. for most kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Loki is the worst, and Loki tells us that we always have to tell the truth because if you don't, like telling a lie can destroy trust. And I'm like, trust is a very high concept for children, like to understand and grasp, but like when you're really little, it's like, don't destroy the trust. It's like, what is this, a nine inch nails song? I don't know. <laughs> no, Loki, calm down, okay? And that's it. And we're out in this episode. And I got to say, I was very, very pleased with this episode. Me too. Man, Tana, very pleased. Lieutenant was fun. I really like when they let a henchman really... Uh, flourish yeah yeah Mantana was great um we have bummer children which i enjoy yeah. so much and then but everybody in the rebellion was okay even madame Raz being totally normal mm-hmm. and we didn't have to like see or listen to her and there were no spells or or hijinks i gotta say i'm this is strong showing i'm gonna go with like 4.6 okay i was gonna go 4.2 okay uh, same I, reasons and the hover tank i thought was just really great art artwork Ooh, that uh energy drink is uh just now kicking in. 4.6 scruffer pigtails <laughs> out of five. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to give mine 4.2 uh, scruffer panicked arm slashes. <laughs> Scott? Uh, is it my turn? Um, Don't panic about your scruffer unit of measurement. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was, it, was, it was a good episode. Um, 4.3, I would say. It was good. Uh, Screffer horn twists. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Screffer. And now a few production notes. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or on our website at http colon backslash backslash www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. And, of course, you can download the show on iTunes. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave us a review. It helps people find the podcast so it can grow. If you haven't already, please sign up for the newsletter through our Facebook page or our website. We'll let you know when new episodes are out, and we'll keep you updated on how things are going. It's real good. If you'd like to have a question or comment discussed on the show, please email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. Right, that's our show for today. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, you can get a lot done inside a Horde Hover tank. haven't told us boys 
We didn't mean for Bo to go into the village. What are you talking about? The axe wasn't really stolen, was it? We lost it. We stopped to play, but just for a few minutes. When we came back, the axe was gone. So we... we made up that story. And Bo's put himself in danger trying to help.